Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends. Welcome back to another episode of Multicultural TV Talk from MediaVillage.com, where we bring you exclusive interviews with on-screen talent and behind-the-scenes creatives discovering their stories and how they're changing the face of stardom across media. I'm your host, Juan Ayala. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get to talking. Today to chat with us all about the upcoming Disney Plus culinary competition series, Foodtastic, are the series judges and food art experts founder of NYC City Cakes and the series technical judge Benny Rivera and founder of Flower Shop and the series creativity judge Amira Kasem. Benny, Amira, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're having a fantastic day so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. For I having love me. that. <laughs> Thanks, Juan. So uh, while there are so many culinary competition shows out there that we've seen, they're usually based around a particular cuisine or a specific holiday theme. Foodtastic instead takes the ever-growing iconic Disney IP and centers the challenges around those beloved properties. And we're seeing everything from Star Wars to Marvel to Pixar and, and Disney classics. Uh, what are some of your favorite themes that you've seen this season so far? For me personally, um, some of my favorite uh, episodes um, are The Lion King, uh, The Muppets Holiday, and Cars. Gotcha. And Amir, what about you? Yeah, I love that you explained it that way because it really is no boundaries, no specifics, no, it, the theme is the IP, which is so incredible. The amount of food they get to use is endless. So I think one of my favorites, oh my God, this is so hard, but I'm going to go with um, Toy Story, Beauty and the Beast, and Up. <laughs> All such I got to watch several of the episodes ahead of time and like, I'm just astounded by the artistry and the creativity mind you i grew up with a chef for a dad so i've seen apples carved into swans and you know all of that type I of love stuff that. <laughs> i'm just blown away by the amount of creativity that these folks have and are there any um, of the builds in particular that stand out to you yeah and i love that you said that because you know you grew up with a father as a chef so you think like what's gonna wow you but the show really does that right benny and i are yeah. both um chefs and the show did that to us we were learning every day by different techniques and different yep. things that people were making i saw someone um carving dough before baking the bread and and i had never seen that before and i was just so intrigued by that but there's just so mm -hmm. many different little moments like that um one in particular where they were making a watermelon inside of a jello <laughs> and <laughs> Benny and I were very, very nervous about it, but there's just so many things that, that turned out to be super cool that we never even knew were techniques. So I think those specific moments were the best ones. I think for this, uh, the beauty about all this is just seeing the competitors using and transform the food elements into pieces of art. Yeah. Uh, it's not just like seeing an orange or a watermelon for what it is. It's just transform that and make us believe that that is something different on something else. And I mean, in terms of techniques, I mean, a variety of techniques that surprised me and Amira. I mean, I remember now on the Star Wars episode, there was one thing that they cover on their spaceship using these beautiful white panels that look like tiles, but they were not tiles. They were just gingerbread panels with isomal sugar on top. And I was just blown away how beautiful they look. You know, it's just like, and they all brought their game together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's such a big number of factors that go into, you know, choosing the best build of each challenge. You've got the technical execution, creativity, 
And then there's the surprise elements. We won't spoil any of what is like these curveballs thrown at the competitors. But what do you think is the most important thing for the competitors to keep in mind? So For me, it's the storyline. So there's also a storyline in terms of everything. Most of these shows you are judging on creativity and technical. We know that. But this is Disney and we have Disney magic to keep up. So making sure that you're coming up with a full full story for how these characters are interacting with each other and how the characters are actually staying true to themselves. And mm. it's just crazy to have to bring it to that next level of creativity to make sure that it creates that full linear Disney magic. For me, while they were creating beautiful and stunning um, edible pieces of art using food, for me, it was extremely important that they have to stay within the Disney world. You mm. know, they can't just, just go crazy and create and make a character very traditional or very fab popular from Disney to do things that they were not in the real world of Disney that were not do. You know what I'm saying? So just yeah. to stay true to who they are. Yeah. And something in particular that I love about the show is the variety of experience amongst the competitors. They're all incredible at what they do, but mm -hmm. you know, so many shows um, that are these culinary competitions, you have professionals with resumes that are like a scroll it's just so <laughs> yeah. much experience and but in this case you have some competitors who recently started their businesses possibly during the craziness of the pandemic and i'm curious as to what you think is the importance of that variety of competitors and experience in the show you don't have to own a culinary degree to be an artist i don't even have one we don't <laughs> <laughs> you just have a talent and the courage to do it and the ideas and just jump on it and do it. There were a lot of competitors that they were the first time working with some specific mediums. And I was blown away by that. Taking the risk on TV while on camera to work for the very first time with a specific medium, that's a risk, you know, yeah. that I wouldn't, I mean, not everyone takes, but that's a real artist. And Juan, for me, the importance of it is how much each person brought a completely different skill set to their team. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, this team is great with cake. This team is great with broccoli. Like that's not how it works. This was curated in such an important and magical way that I think Disney does so well, just like the Imagineers and how they curate and bring together that there maybe was an ice carver paired with a chocolatier paired with a pumpkin carver. And that's a team or like an architect who's never mm -hmm. even touched food, but knows a lot about how to support 4,000 pounds of cake. Um, I think that that's what's really interesting to see is watching these different techniques and different skill sets come together through art. And, um, you know, things like representation and diversity and inclusion are always very important topics for our show. Um, it is called Multicultural TV Talk. Uh, so growing up, was it important for each of you to see yourselves represented in your respective fields and businesses or because there might have been such a lack, did it not even cross your mind? You know, we it's so crazy to think that there's three people on this show and two of them being Benny and I are Latinos. And it is so, I mean, it brings me to tears. I think it's the first Latino only judge competition that is made in America. Um, 
you know, in filmed in English, but they've left in so much of who we are and, and our banter in Spanish is sort of left in there and our inspiration for who we are as artists is left in there. And it's so important and it means so much to both Benny and I, I know that. And I mean, to know that I grew up in a small town in Mexico and to be on a big screen at Disney is the coolest. I mean, I'm like getting emotional about it, but it really is. But also to know that Disney was not casting Latinos, right? To know that they chose the best in the field. They chose Benny, who has won the most competitions. They chose myself, who has been in museums around the world. And then they both happened to be Latino was the coolest thing ever. They did, they had no idea. Benny and I started speaking yeah. in Spanish and they're like, wait, you guys can do that? <laughs> um, and so on, on two different sides, it just means so much. Number one, we get to represent you know, Latinos and who we are. I'm also half Arabic and it's just very cool to be on such a global show, but being represented through us and them being able to keep who we are as a part of the show. Listen, through my career, I have, I have been in both sides and I used to be in competition shows as well. And there was a moment when we were taping, I don't remember exactly, but I do remember being on set and I look around and I saw Kiki, on my left and Amira in the other side. And I'm like, wow, this is how diversity looks. And the fact that there was a beautiful moment that Amira and I wanted to express something, but it was kind of like, we couldn't find the right words in English, but we just started talking Spanish. And they, they, were like, like, they were like, just talking Spanish. And they allow us to talk in Spanish. And those lines, you're probably gonna see them in the episode. That was just beautiful. It was just like, mm -hmm. wow. You know, I've never seen that before. Yeah, um, I was just talking in another interview recently. I was speaking with um, one of the actors from the Saved by the Bell reboot. And um, one of I had asked what it is that she hopes changes in the industry. And she wanted to see more of what we saw in shows like Jane the Virgin, where Latino characters are allowed to speak in Spanish. Yeah, just subtitles. Yeah. There's such an international um, embrace of all these different yeah. Called like you know the shows like Squid Game have exploded and people are loving it regardless of the language that they're watching it in. I, think I love that shows culture. like this are doing yeah. that. Yeah, so totally. beautifully, so beautifully done. Organic culture, I think, is the way to go because people are in their raw elements. And you know, Benny and I were really in shock or scared or whatever, mm -hmm. and we flipped to Spanish because that's what our emotions were doing. It's not, it's not reading a script or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I think it really shows how authentic it was. I mean, same with Kiki, her reactions to everything were so raw and real, you know, not like pretending to, it's just the coolest thing that, that I think Disney does such a good job in sort of embracing diversity and, and letting it do its thing. It's, it's, it's awesome that she mentioned that because it's true. Everything that happens in the show was real. It wasn't planned. And the way that we react, it was because it was happening. The way that we express ourselves, it was pure, um, original from us. And when we start talking in Spanish, it was just like, because we want to express ourselves in Spanish. So everything flow, everything happened very organically and it was just amazing. That's wonderful. I'm, I'm so excited to just see more of that and for, for, you know, viewers and fans to be able to watch that as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with the food filled holidays right around the corner, I have to ask, what is your favorite Christmas dish that you make every year? <laughs> oh, now you flipped it to make. I was about to say tamales because that's my like favorite thing to eat during the holidays. I really think it's tamale season, but I love making buñuelos with my mom. It's, you know, the little iron and you dip it in the dough. And I love making like 
the snowflake ones and you get to dust it in sugar and then that crunch uh-huh. and that smell. And then now I just want one right now. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'm a sweet person. It's just about tres leches. I love it. Yes. Like one of the most flavorful um, cakes ever. Yeah. Love it. And uh, we always ask our guests these uh, two closing questions. So if you had told your 13 year old self that you'd made it to where you are, would they believe you? No. No. Oh my gosh, no. (laughs) This is such a dream and it is probably a dream I've had my entire life. And I, you know, just not understanding what the angle was of how I would end up with Disney, but I think manifesting it since I was very small, my 13 year old self would be like, what are you talking about? There's not a food show where it's art and it's a Disney and you're a part of it. (laughs) For For me, Disney was something impossible. And the fact that I see myself now as an artist working for Disney in such an amazing show, it's just a dream. Oh my God, Benny, say it again. You work for <laughs> Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. It's amazing. And uh, what advice would you give that 13-year-old you? Oh, hold on to as much as imagination as you possibly can, because it is by far where I get all my inspiration and my creativity from. Correct. The same. I mean, to me, it's just like if you feel that you need to try something, just do it. Go for it. Just explore that feeling because you never know well is where it's going to take you. Um, so we have just a couple more minutes. So I want to actually just throw in uh, a question that I usually do for my other interviews. Um, given everything that happened in the last year and a half of the pandemic, what was your biggest takeaway? Oh, family, 100%. I, I'm such a hard worker. And, you know, especially when I was living in New York, I found myself working from sunrise to sunset every single day. And I, when the pandemic hit, I was pregnant and, you know, it was terrible for so many reasons, health wise for so many people, my businesses, so many things like that. But when I look back, I definitely, I'm thankful for the time I was able to spend with my newborn daughter and the time I was able to sort of step away from work and just really embrace the big things that matter in life for me, which are family and laughter. And, and I just will never forget that time that I was able to have with her because had it been a different time, I might've only got to see her a few hours a day because of work. Yeah. For me, it's just about, being able and be present at the moment and enjoy everything that is happening around you. Because sometimes we are just focusing ourselves in just work, work, work. And we forgot about all the simple, beautiful things that happens around us. Sometimes even when we are in a distress, walking, rush into work, we forgot about enjoying what's life around you. Just a dog barking to another dog, just a baby crying, just a leaf falling from a tree. It's just those simple things that it's life. Benny, Amira, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, where can folks find you each on Instagram if they want to give you a follow? Thank you. Um, at Amita Kasem, A-M-I-R-A-H-K-A-S-S-E-M. And my bakery is at Flower Shop, F-L-O-U-R-S-H-O-P. Mine is at Chef Benny Rivera, B-E-N-N-Y-R-I-V-E-R-A, and or at City Cakes. Awesome. And you can all follow us at Media Village. Come on Instagram, head on over to MediaVillage.com to check out all of our content and be sure to catch Foodtastic on Disney Plus available to stream starting on December 15th. I'm Juaniala and you're listening to Multicultural TV Talk from MediaVillage.com.